You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the best store in the universe. Thousands of shirts, but not really. Shop now and support the show at MaddoxRules.com. Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from winning hearts to wet farts. With over 4 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is the rear admiral of tangents, Ron Babcock. Hey, that's me! And as always... The journalist in moderation, Taylor Nikolai. I have a very high voice. Welcome back to the show. Guys, amazing show, amazing debate. We've got a great guest today. We're going to be debating when is it okay to fart in a relationship. And there's a reason we chose this debate in particular because our guest this week, he's a former security guard hailing all the way from South Central Florida. Please welcome to the show, Paul Flart. Paul, welcome to the show. What's going on, guys? What's going on? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, buddy. Very cool. Now, Paul, <laughs> I should mention that you are blowing up everywhere on the internet, right? Everywhere, everywhere. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. If you search Google, like, I'm still trending, I think, on Google. Yeah, I think you've reached international news. I think I, I, I saw the article about you on the BBC. Yeah, uh, Finland. I've gotten people from Finland, Holland, uh, Sweden even, who are just like, you are all over our news over here. It's ridiculous, you know? Yeah, so Ron, right before the show started, said that was the fart heard all around the world. Yeah. Very, very accurate. Now, Paul, for those who aren't familiar with you and, and why you became famous, you, for the last, what, six months, started posting pictures and videos of yourself on your Instagram account, which everyone should check out, Paul Flart. It's at Paul Flart on Instagram, P-A-U-L-F-L-A-R-T. And your Instagram account blew up because you're just posting a fart every day, right? Yeah, so essentially it's just, you know, um, a fart every day. Uh, we try to do it every day. Sometimes you can't fart. I can't fart on command. That would be great if I could. But uh, I can't. So, hey, you know, whenever I did have one that was, you know, that seemed good, I'd record it. If it made the cut, went up on the Instagram. If not, we tried again. So, um, wait, but when you got, like, would it be the kind of thing where, like, oh, shit, I feel one coming on, like, and you scramble your phone and get it out and get ready? Yeah, I think, like, I was working the front desk of the hospital, so I'm, like, first point of contact is right there, um, so I don't have to go anywhere or do anything, so, like, you know, I have my, my phone's out or around me somewhere, so it's just, like, oh, you know, here's one coming, nobody's around, I can see all the way down the hallways around me, and, you know, I just, boom, pull it up, let it rip, see what happens, you know? Do you plan on releasing a CD of all oh your parts and, and calling it just flirting around flirting around i need to now that uh, i'm gonna steal that from you if that's all i right. mean it's a, it's a gift paul. it's a gift so paul yeah. you you were let go from your job this is the yeah, price what was, what, tell us that conversation <laughs> that happened yeah. well he actually live streamed it this is incredible footage you live streamed yourself getting fired from your job and you knew it was coming because he steps out of his car and he's like <laughs> so we're pretty much done here right uh. <laughs> <laughs> your, your boss had zero chill because he was like yeah, stop recording me right now. Stop recording me. And then you, and you said, uh, what, what did you tell him? I don't remember exactly. It's been so much now, but it's basically just like, we're done, right? You're firing me. This is over with. Like, you can't, you know, you're not going to tell me to stop recording. So, you know, we just went through with the whole process. And he was not, obviously, he was not happy about that whole thing <laughs> at all. <laughs> you just like, hey, I, I, in my defense, I just want to say one thing. <laughs> you know, if I, I wish. I went out drinking. I had I went out to Orlando, was drinking, and uh, had a bunch of ramen and all that kind of stuff. And I was hoping that it would facilitate some kind of, uh, you know, production in the factory. But uh, nothing nothing came through. So now, now Paul, but I think I the, the adrenaline was pretty high. So I don't know if that might have had, you know, a clenching 
effect. Yeah, the adrenaline can act sometimes <laughs> as a bottleneck on your uh, on your fart nerves, I, I believe. Uh, <laughs> we'll run um, with that. Now, Paul, I, I do have some of your uh, your greatest uh, your greatest hits here. Your greatest. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. Want to hear some of these? I want to hear one of them. Yeah. yeah well, here's a, here's a compilation I made right before we recorded. Listen oh, to this. Jesus. <laughs> Oh my God! It's going right inside of my ears. Right, you can <laughs> you can feel it in the back of your throat. I feel, dude. Do you think someone's gonna take those farts and remix them into like a hip hop album? I would hope so. Yeah, I feel like it's like they, there was a certain melodic tone about all of them. Yeah, that I think could lend awesome. itself. Now, you know? now, Paul Taylor, before the show started, had a fantastic idea for you—a fantastic business idea. Taylor, you want to you want to take that? You want to talk? Oh, about I that? like. I was trying to think how how do you monetize that as an influencer? Uh, we're calling him an influencer. Uh, and <laughs> I, I'd say I'd say uh, you should team up with a whoopee cushion manufacturer and put your face on it and uh, start selling those as soon as possible. Yeah, I got. If I can figure that out for sure, that's already been brought up in our, uh, in my group chat. Me and in, my buddies in your team came up with the whole thing about Paul Flart. Who's part of your team? Shout out! Shout out to Howie Man or Cowie Mandel. That's my, that's my group chat. Who's just a buddy of just yours? A bunch, yeah, just a bunch of friends from uh, not a bunch. It's like four or five guys from uh, back home, and one guy who's down here living. Uh, I feel like you know, sort of close. I feel like there's a life story that we have to tell here. Like you know, there's a scene of you in high school where you fart in the middle of class and you get kicked out. And as you're walking out, you turn back and you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna be somebody one day. Just you wait and see." And they're like, "You'll never be anything." And you're like, we'll see about that. Fast forward to this podcast. <laughs> and here we are. I, I did. I did have a genuine question. How how was was your Instagram discovered? So that's something I'm still. I mean, Barstool Sports. Um, was the one who featured me on their page. How they exactly found my page, I have no idea. Um, if I could figure that out, that'd be great. But uh, yeah, they, you know, I had Sunday night, 8 p.m., I had uh, 500 followers. And uh, they featured me, and by 11.30, I had 5,000 followers. And how have people you know in real life responded to this virality? I mean, everybody thinks it's pretty great, honestly. Uh, you know, my mother was kind of upset at first when it started going crazy, which, you know, is to Mom, be expected. Mom, you just don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, you don't what get about my your art. job? What are you going to do? You my parts put food on this but, table. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude, I don't know. Everybody seems, to, everybody seems to love it. They think it's great. Something you know, great happened to me and... They all think that it'll it'll work out somehow. Where, Paul, where did you originally like? Tell us about the moment you originally had the idea and you signed up for the Instagram account. So, again, you know, back to the lobby of the front hospital, the front lobby of the hospital. You know, it's all tile, all open, perfect acoustics, <laughs> and you know, like all like everybody, I had a I had to let one rip, and uh, it was later in the evening, so I was just like, let's go, and I just you know pushed it out, and uh, the sound, the acoustics were just ridiculous. It was great. I was I was blown away by the first one that was never recorded, you know, never out there. Paul. So then the world yeah. was blown away. <laughs> At this point, for sure. So um, the next time I had a you know I had a fart, I recorded it, sent it to the group chat, and they all loved it. They thought it was great, fantastic, and that happened a couple times before we started talking about you know the world needs to see this. We need to put this out there publicly for everybody to see. And we brainstormed, came up with the idea, of Paul Flart. You know, keep it the same, the, the format all the same, just, you know, staring in the camera, let it rip, you know, and just go from there. So, you know, Paul Flart was born sometime in March, middle of March, end of March, and uh, he's just been doing it ever since. 
No, it, it, it like, I don't know the legality of firing someone because they've been uploading videos of themselves farting on their job. But like, is that the, why is that you were like, farted? Yeah, like, like what, what, what was, why were you fired? Like, what was the reason? I mean, it wasn't, everybody says the same thing. You know, that's one of the most common uh, comments across the board is like, how do you get fired for farting? Everybody farts. But it wasn't so much the fact that I was farting at work. It's that, you know, I'm using my cell phone at work and we're not uh-huh. supposed to be using our phones. Oh, so, right. you know, here's documented proof. You can't you can't deny the fact that I wasn't on my phone, you know? Well, so I mean, but was it your phone? Do they do they have <laughs> you could have uploaded Did somebody it else come in and just film that real quick and yeah. walk out? Mm-hmm. You know, you could have had a burner, a burner. Phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Paul, now, got burned, that's for sure. It may it may seem like this is like, you know, you're you're getting interviewed everywhere all the time. They're, I'm sure they're all asking you the same questions and many of which I'm sure we've just asked, but I got to say that this this goes near and dear to my heart as a content creator because I've always been a big fan of farts. I wrote a chapter about it in my first book called The Alphabet of Manliness. Uh, it was G is for gas. And I talked about how a, a fart joke, the reason people love farts is because it transcends every language barrier. It's something, it's a joke that everybody understands. The punchline and the setup are the same thing. It is a very efficient, economical, uh, democratic form of humor. Yeah, just cut the middleman. Go yeah. right to Hurts the joke. Nobody. Victimless, yep. victimless fun. Well, you know, I, I'm sure you're familiar with a Dutch oven. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, that's when you that's when you create the victim, though. You know, yeah. You want to add a victim to that scenario? You got it right there. I was just so so. This leads us to the debates that we're gonna. We may have two debates today, depending on how long the first one goes. The first debate is when is it okay to fart in a relationship? This is a big big topic. I think a lot of people are wondering, and I do have some anecdotes. I know some people who've actually this has ruined their relationship. Uh, the farting, uh, and then the other part of the debate is how to best conceal a fart now this is something that a lot of people have different theories on and girls and guys do it differently i was i was talking to somebody just the other day and i found out that girls and guys conceal their farts differently and and i guess the more philosophical question is should you conceal farts at all Mm. that goes to the heart and and paul when we first started talking be one of those episodes where we go deep yeah this is gonna be (laughs) this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be one of those real head scratchers, you know. People, are, we're gonna have like fierce vo- voicemails and uh, debates. People writing in, and also I should mention that our own Taylor Nikolai at the end of the show has an announcement to make. That's coming up. Also, quick news headlines with our journalist in moderation, Taylor Nikolai. I've got some voicemail after the debate, and we have a recap of last week's vote. But before we get to the debate this week, I want to hear everyone's buzzer. Here's what mine sounds like. Paul, there it is, and Ron. If you hear a buzzer from anyone during this debate, that means someone is disagreeing with someone else. We're just chiming in with an interjection or we want to point out a logical fallacy or correction, which there will likely be many of during this farting debate. But, Paul, as our guest this week, I'm going to give you first stab at the debate. When is it okay to fart in a relationship? I mean, right off the grip, I would say. If, you know, you got to take it right from the from the get-go. If, if they're not cool with it, then why have a relationship? You know, why go through with it? You know, especially, oh, hey. <laughs> especially you know for someone like me who you know is not ashamed of it and lets it go now i i gotta ask you paul i don't want to you know assume anything about uh your your sexual orientation but uh uh i i'm about to um did a lot of girls <laughs> did, did a lot of girls reach out to you have you been getting some interest yeah. from yo people instagram is blowing up with the ladies like i love you i love everything about you i don't know why it's so sexy but it's sexy and you know it's just wow. like what 
You know what? They're farts. Like, you know what? It, it's because you have a confident asshole. That's the yeah. thing. The, <laughs> it, confident and productive asshole. Yeah, you've yeah. done you've yeah. done more with your anus than I think most most people. And I'm not gonna say all people because a lot of some people have done a lot with their anuses. But you you're like you're you're up there when it comes to influencers. He probably has one of the biggest anuses anus followings in the world. Uh, easily, easily in the top. I mean, I can only think of a handful of other anuses. That... <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. Okay, so, Paul, clearly this is working for you. Chicks are into it. You're getting hit yeah. up left and right. Are there, like, a lot of hotties? Yeah, I mean, every single one of them so far, you know, that I can tell. I don't follow any of them back. I just, you know, I message them back and talk to them, but, you know, they never send me, they haven't sent me any pictures yet, but, you know. What are they messaging you? Just that they think it's sexy. They're like, I don't know why, but this is sexy. You know, it's just like, what's up? How you doing? You know, all that kind of stuff. Because farting communicates two things. Well, three. First is a joke, okay? And the second one is confidence, all right? If you're not concealing it, which we'll get to in a little bit. And the third is a smell. So there, it's like a very, it's a very efficient way to communicate. And the way, what you're communicating to these women is, A, you have a sense of humor, and B, confidence. I mean, but his point is that you should be able to fart right out of the gate because that indicates whether or not this relationship is going to have legs like if your partner is going to have a big problem with it well why even go down this road so i think he has a, he has kind of a good point all right two things <clears throat> and um so <laughs> now i'll tell you why i think that that's maybe a mistake right out the gates because i have a different test i used to <laughs> I used to tell people, are you guys familiar with the website Lemon Party? Yes. Uh, okay. Yes, vaguely. <laughs> Paul, I like how quick you were to answer that. Um, Lemon Party is an old website where it's three. I don't recommend looking it up. Taylor's looking it up right now? No, I, I know what you're talking okay. about. <laughs> <laughs> it's three old dudes blowing each other. And the first I'm time. I'm listening. <laughs> the first time I ever saw this picture, someone sent it to me, and the file name was called 9 11 Memorial. Tribute. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> and so that was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. I laughed and laughed. It was so inappropriate, but I couldn't stop laughing, and I saved it. And then I, from that day on, I would show it to people. You know, if I if I met a girl in a bar, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to see if this is going to work out right away. <laughs> and I would say something like, "Hey, I think my grandpa might be gay." Um, I have a picture of him. Can I get your opinion? And I'll show her this picture of the, of Lemon Party. And, and if they laugh, they get it. If they walk away, fucking I just saved myself months. Months yeah. of dating. That's terrifying now, of you. Wouldn't you be agreeing with what Paul said? I would be. However, farts are a little bit different. <laughs> now, farts, okay. Showing three three guys sucking each other's dicks is all right, but you can't fart. <laughs> can't fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, farts are a little out of line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, calm down, guys. Calm down. No, you don't want to go and get ahead of yourself. Because here's the thing, Paul. All right, I, I assume this this is all just very new to you. You haven't got. You probably haven't gone out on any dates with any of these uh, these internet hotties, right? No, there hasn't been time. Uh, <laughs> hasn't been time. Holy shit! You no, I, no time. This guy's this guy's this guy's working his money maker. Um, but <laughs> if you're at dinner on a date, okay, first date, and you let one rip, all right, I'm gonna laugh. I'll fucking date you. But is the chick going to is she is she going to laugh? Or is she going to be turned off and she going to think that this is gross? I'm trying to eat. Now I'm just smelling. And and let's talk about what a fart is. It is a preview of your shit, right? <laughs> a fart is basically poop particles 
that it, it, there is something that you have changed about the air and atmosphere around you that makes it possible for you to smell that fart. It is a crap trailer. It is a crap trailer, correct, Ron? Yeah. Very well, very well like put. Most trailers, yeah, it's kind of crappy. <laughs> I mean, it really comes down to: Do you think that your fart is going to smell or not? Um, because it's funny if it doesn't smell. I think if it smells, then it it goes into an offensive territory. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you an offensive fart. Okay, it's one that just smells and you can't hear it. Mm. Those are those are the so-called silent but deadly farts, mm-hmm. right? We would all agree on that, Paul. What do you think of silent but deadlies? Yeah, I mean they're they're weak, man. You know they're 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 uh, ashamed farts. You know they're not they're not really out there to get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like you're farting but you're not committing, right? Yeah, you're not committing to the fart. Now here's why farting too early in a relationship or sometimes at all. Sometimes you can never fart in a relationship because it could ruin the relationship. If your relationship is going to be ruined by a fart, I'm sorry, but it wasn't going to last anyway. If your relationship is that fragile, come on. Agree. I agree. Who dinged? Was that you, Paul? Yeah, I dinged. Yeah, well, I'm going to veto that ding. There you go. Uh (laughs) And I'll tell you why. Because I have a friend who dated a guy, and this guy was supposed to be her soulmate. They dated for like four or five years, and uh, this girl was very gassy, very gassy. Probably she was a gassy lassie. She was a gassy lassie, correct, Ron? <laughs> Probably gassier than yours truly, which is saying something because I'm a pretty gassy dude. And, and Paul, we'll get to what makes us each gassy in just a minute. Yeah, I have Paul a couple... uh, Maddox is uh, part Armenian, so he's actually sixty percent farts. I'm I'm a <laughs> I'm all Armenian, buddy. That's right. I'm all farts. Um, <laughs> you, you can you can smell me before you see me, and that's a, that's a good that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. You know, you want to leave your you want to announce your presence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or uh, uh, or leave a lingering presence. Yeah, you, yeah, you know? yeah. You want to leave some resident evil behind. Um, so so here's the thing. Okay, this guy was in love with this girl, and they were soulmates. Everything was great. But she's very gassy, and she thinks her farts are hilarious. And by the way, most of them are. They're really funny, unless unless you squeeze too hard, because then it's like, you know the tail end of a fart when you're really pushing one out and you're belting it, and then you feel you, you can hear it. You can definitely feel it, but you can hear it when it comes near the end, and it gets a little too wet at the end. You know, And you know what that means, Paul, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, you got to do a safety wipe, right? Well, so her, no. some, some of her, some of her, some of her farts were kind of like that, and it grossed the guy out to the point oh. where he was turned off and couldn't have sex with her anymore. And that was something that kind of led to the end of their relationship. Well, I mean, did she try and like would she do then do it on purpose? You know how like you do that in a relationship when you find out your partner like doesn't like something and you do it on purpose cuz it like, you know, gets a huge reaction out of them? Well, at first, yes. At first she was doing it because she thought, "Wow, this is ridiculous. The guy is seriously this worried about my farts. Who cares?" And then he was telling her that, "Yo, this is serious. I'm really turned off right now and I can't I don't think I can ever have sex with you again." Now, look, I think it's it's ridiculous. I think that's irrational. I think that's over the line, all right? If a girl farts around me, Paul, it's the same thing except in reverse. Like, I'm I'm getting a boner because like, it, it communicates confidence. Yeah, A chick sure. who can fart around you communicates confidence. Don't you think, Taylor? Uh, 
Sure. <laughs> Taylor, have you ever farted around a girl? Yes, of course I have. Have you? <laughs> why, why of course? Why would that be an of course? Well, thing? I mean, like, I, I think that if you're never going to fart around your significant other or someone you're in a relationship with, like, you have some serious issues. Um, y- you have some serious confidence issues in the relationship. I think if you're constantly hi- hiding your farts, it means you have no faith in the relationship. Hmm. All right. I'll ding you two on that. And I think, I think actually, I'll go out and say that I think farting in a way can make your relationship stronger. My case in point, when I uh, started dating my, my girlfriend, um, I would visit her at this guest house that she was staying in. It's a very small guest house. And the guest house uh, had a bathroom, but it was so small that there was no door. It was just a curtain. There was just a small, kind of like the curtain that separates first class from coach on an airplane. That was the curtain that separated the bathroom. That was very early on into us dating. And it it was a little weird at first, but it forced us to become like fucking strong immediately and get over all this stuff. Because it's like, yeah, it's, it's a, a, this fucking natural thing that we've decided as a society can like be deemed gross. When you realize it's like we all do it every single day. Yeah, it's a little weird sometimes, but whatever. Like, deal with it. And now I like to think that we have a very strong relationship. It's not because of it, but I think it helped. You know, we didn't let it like ruin us. Okay, so Ron, is this a is this a common occurrence for you and your girlfriend? Do you guys fart around each other a lot? I mean, I am farts, so like, <laughs> like everything makes me fart. So yeah, I have uh, what we call in my family the pascoric plumbing. I'm basically just made of old pierogies and intestines, and I am constantly farting. Uh, a lot of it's done mostly in my car. Uh, sometimes I've warned people at work, like if my office door is closed, like yeah, I've probably just been farting. Yeah. So just a heads up on that. Like it's just one of those things. Like I don't know what gives me farts because I'm assuming it's just everything. Yeah, well, okay, that's that's a good that's a good point. Everything does give Ron farts, but I I, I have an anecdote to t- to share that's going to lead me to the next question. So here are the here are the two foods that really give me gas. The first is cherries. I don't know why, but like fresh cherries really gives me gas. That's yeah, it's an interesting one. And then the second one is milk. Any yeah, lactose well, makes sense. Lactose, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I fart like crazy, and it's hilarious. Um, and everyone loves it. But <laughs> I remember, I remember one time I was with friends, and I think we it was just a rough night. I had a um, bunch of milk and pepperoncinis. Uh, you know the uh, the the spicy pepper. They yeah, pepperoncinis. And I just ate a shit ton. And that, what that does is it, it the vinegar from the pepperoncini plus the spice makes the milk curdle in your stomach. Oh my god! So yeah, it was a it was a rough time. And um, this is when I still I still lived at my parents' house, and I remember my mom would blast the TV in the living room, and it was so loud, I just had to like shut my door and shut my windows because it was so loud. It was echoing all around the neighborhood how fucking loud she fucking watched, and it was nothing. It was like bo- it was like Price is Right reruns. Anyway, so so I shut the windows and basically created a hot box. And I'm sitting in my room, and I was farting like crazy. You Dutch oven yourself. Oh, it's worse than a Dutch oven, buddy. This was like a the, the entire room was sealed off, like a hermetic seal. And I kept farting and farting and farting, and I woke up with a sore throat. And I oh my god, <laughs> that is so gross. It is so gross. And then I left the room, and you know how sometimes if you're sitting in a in a smelly room or even like a room that smells good, like with cooking and food. You get acclimated to it, 
and then you step outside and you step back in and you're like, oh, wow, that smells good. This was like that, except it smelled really bad. I, <laughs> I walked back into my room and I coughed. It was, so, <laughs> it was so strong. So then that leads me to the next question is, okay, the debate is when is it okay to fart in a relationship? Is this one of those situations where if you are in a room together or in bed together, is that okay too? Paul, what do you think? I mean, I would go with it. I would say, you know, you know, most definitely. I mean, obviously, don't throw the covers up and Dutch oven your your significant other and like that. But <sighs> what's what's Dutch oven? Gotta let it rip. A Dutch oven. A Dutch oven. I'll uh, show you later. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's when you you put the cover. You like you you would be with your your lady and you would throw the blankets over uh, both of you or just her and then you would fart so you would trap the fart inside of a bubble that they then had to breathe. All right. Great. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's similar to a buttercup. Have you ever had a buttercup, Taylor? I don't. What is a buttercup? I'll show you later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, buttercup is when you palm your hands right behind. Oh, your... okay. Stop. Just stop. We're done. But I didn't get to the best part. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, so you okay? So you ha- you haven't had a buttercup. What's the one with a jar? What's that one called? What a jar? Paul, you know it's basically like a buttercup with a jar. No, nah, I've never seen it. Never heard of it. Okay, so the buttercup is where you when you fart into the cup of your hands and you shove it in someone's face, right? You give them a buttercup. And the 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 one with the jar is similar except you seal it and you can mail it to people. Oh, so so it's like it's like preserving. It's like yeah. canning. It's like canning. You're canning yeah. the farts. Oh, we should call you gotta it. You got to get in the bathtub with the jar and then fart underwater and catch the bubbles. So you oh. get like pure Oh, distilled pure farts. farts. Yeah, distilled Oh, those are hilarious. Paul, that's a that's a fantastic. Now, farting in pools is that okay? Uh, yeah, anything I mean, water based is fart. So why not? Okay, here is an argument for why it's not. Okay, <laughs> you should uh, if you even if you believe that you should be able to fart around your your significant other at any time in a relationship. You want the first fart to be pure, don't you? You want the first taste of you want the first bite of your food to be unsalted. You don't want to add anything to it. You want to see how it tastes normally. Mm-hmm. So same thing with a fart. The first fart should be pure. You should just do it, you know, let let it rip around your partner, but it shouldn't be underwater because that's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be bubbly. So one of the things that I, I don't understand is everyone in the world except me seems to have some superpower where they're able to control when they fart or keep farts in. It's like if I feel it coming, I, I just it just happens. I, like I, these, I, this idea that some people can actually go on dates and it's like I held in a fart for eight hours. It's like, did you really? Is that a real thing? Yeah, you, I mean, you can. Yeah, I mean, I've held in farts to the point of it being painful. Yeah, you know, where I'm just like, this is probably causing my body damage because I feel like it's going to go somewhere, and if it doesn't come out that way, it's going to go somewhere inside my body and then just live there. I agree with that. If you, I, I feel like if the fart doesn't come out of your butthole, it's going to come out somewhere, and it's probably going to be a burp. And speaking of, we got a super chat in the chat room for $2 from Tito. He says, burps are mouth farts. You know, yeah. what do you think of that? Do you think burps are mouth farts? Paul, what I, do you think? I get grossed out more by burps, personally. But you get burps grossed out by burps? More grossed out, really? Yeah, I don't know. There's something, maybe because it's like, uh, you're at, uh, like when somebody burps, you're at like eye level with them. And so it's just like a fart. It's it's on the opposite side of their body. It's headed in the other direction away from you. It's gross, but it's kind of funny. But burps, for some reason, just gross me the fuck out. Especially when it's like you're eating. I don't know why. I just always get grossed out more by them. Interesting. 
Yeah, that is interesting because I would think the opposite. You know, sometimes I'm on a date, right, and I'm walking next to this. This. Room. By the way, you are making yourself look so good on dates right now. The way <laughs> yeah. you're like this burping, <laughs> farting mess. Found the real, the real meaning of this episode, right? Well, look at uh, fucking Paul's killing it with his ass. Mm-hmm. I think I think if anything stands as a testament to the success of farts, especially in the realm of dating, Paul is that man. Well, one time I was uh, one time I, I parked my car and I just let out a huge fart in the car. And then I immediately got I don't know why I did it in the car. I think I just had a, I mean, I let one rip and I closed the door and was like, I'll deal with that later. And then I went to this party. It was afterwards. I met a girl there. And oh, we no. went back to my car, and she's like, hey, do you want to go to your car and like, make out? And I was oh. like, fuck, yeah, I want to go to my car and make out. Like, This is awesome. And so we, get, we opened the door of the car, and everything had just... It felt like it smelled like it had been multiplying. Yeah, and it just and we, she walked in. She's like, "Why does your car smell so weird?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I think I ate a banana earlier, and I left the peel here." And she's yeah, like, and then she just went, "Okay," and then we just made out. Oh, it you guys fun. still made out in your yeah. fucking park. Still box? had a yeah, positive I, ending. Oh, yeah. we just rolled down the windows, and it was fine. It was cleared out in like 10, 15 seconds. But because I, my thought was like. There's no way this fart is still going to be here four hours later. Oh, yeah. And it was still there. Yeah. Resident Evil, they linger sometimes. It was just, and it, it, like, it got more powerful. Paul, have you ever been on a date that actually, where you farted, that it may have actually ruined the date, or, or you could tell visibly the girl was upset? No, it's never happened to me um, in all my, in my many years of dating. Yeah, many many years of farting is the... <laughs> <laughs> Farts uh, take precedent, brother. You know, we got to... Got to break that taboo of farts not being, you know, allowed. Yeah, so that's something we actually talked about. So when Paul and I first started talking, I said that uh, that I think that Paul, if he plays this right, could put himself. He could position himself at at the forefront of a civil rights type of movement because we are all about body positivity and we shouldn't fat shame. Yeah, well, you know what? You're perfect just the way you are. Right. I I think Paul could be the the voice and the leader of the anti fart shaming movement. All right, because mm-hmm. we talk about fat shaming a lot, but what about fart shaming? It's something that people are shamed for a lot, are they not, Paul? They are. Everybody is. I mean, look at me. Right? You lost your job. <laughs> yeah, and also lost my job. And and if you do body positive things like eat roughage and veggies and kale salads and You're producing more. fucking snow peas, this is the stuff that makes you fart the most. If if you are living a vegetarian vegan lifestyle diet, in which and you're helping in the environment or whatever. Like, you are farting more than the average person and being shamed for it. Fucking amen, Ron. Because you know what? Cows smell like shit. And all they do is eat fucking veg all the time. <laughs> They're vegetarians. I got I got an argument a long time ago with vegetarians because I was talking about how, um, you know, vegetarians think their shit doesn't smell. And I got so much. It, it was just kind of like a off-the-cuff, tongue-in-cheek remark. I said, you know. The, the expression, oh, you think your shit doesn't smell. Well, vegeta- a, lot, a lot of vegetarians and vegans took it literally, and they started sending me email that said, yeah, my, my shit never smells. <laughs> so quite literally telling, like bragging about. But vegetables rot and ferment just like anything else, guys. In fact, a lot of times worse. I'll tell you what, Paul, I'm sure maybe you can relate, but some, sometimes my meal, my only meal for the day is beef jerky. Jesus Christ. And let me tell you, my farts smell great after those, right? Paul, can you attest to that? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't like, you know, 75 videos when I went crazy, right? And I can attest, like, nobody was there to really prove the fact, but not a single one of them was super stinky. Like, you know, you might got a little whiff of this, a little whiff of that, but nothing 
nothing that was there sticking, lingering just around. Plus, the thing is, you're at a hospital, man. These are people, I'm sure they bring in bodies who are on their way out. You know, they're not going to smell the best. Nope. And speaking of, we got a $5 super chat from Pavich Babin. He says, I once farted on accident at a funeral by the casket and just played it off like it was the body. (laughs) (laughs) It lives. Dude, I went, uh, I've been running lately. And for some reason, whenever I start running, it just jostles everything up. And I also had my headphones in, listening to music, trying to stay motivated, get this fucking run done. And I was running and I do these like weird running farts where I will start like just continuously fart for like a good 20, 30 feet. And I was doing it, and and then as I was doing it, I looked to the left, and I saw there's a bunch of like high school girls seated on the stoop of a church, <laughs> and all they did was just see this guy in headphones run by them, continuously farting the entire way. And I was like, oh, well, just keep going. I, <laughs> I was in a GameStop one time uh, a while ago, and I was walking around, and I, it was one of those things, Ron, where you know when you jog and you fart, you can feel as as your legs go forward, back and forth, when the cheeks are parallel to each other, that's when the fart happens. And then when they're spread, the fart doesn't come out as much, or you can't hear it at least. And so I was walking around this GameStop as as quickly as I could because I, I really had to fart, and I was waiting for my friend to make a purchase. Um, and I couldn't hold it in any longer. And I was at the front, and I just let it rip. And the, guy, the cashier behind the, the counter turned to me, and he says, did you just fart? And I, my friend says, oh, no, run. And we, did, we just booked it from the store. <laughs> okay, so that, that leads me to the second debate question, which is, what is the best way to conceal a fart? Paul, what do you think that is? I, I honestly have no idea because <laughs> I do my best to not conceal my farts. Well, okay, but if you had to, so if you guys have tips. That's for like when asking I have to if that happens. It's like asking Superman, "What's the best way to not be Superman?" He's just yeah, Superman. What's the best man. way to get shot? Oh uh, yeah, well, the Superman question is: you put on glasses. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> Apparently, that's the best way to not be Superman anymore. You put on glasses. But uh, and by the way, can we just talk about that fucking bullshit ass backstory of Superman? The S on his chest, I think always stood for super because that's where when when the first comic books came out they didn't have all this fucking backstory with the planet krypton all this other crazy bullshit and they said oh it's not an s it's just that's in our language in our in our culture that's just everyone has a symbol that they're born on their chest with it's like yeah it's a fucking s stop trying to make it sound like you're clever or smart and it's just a coincidence that you came to earth and it happens to be s for superman you're talking about man of steel right like the whole backstory from man of steel yeah yeah, no, I, I, I'm in the same, yeah. Good. Anyway, back to farts. Um, <laughs> Paul, you have never had to conceal a fart. Let, let's say your wife, okay, you're not married, but if you were, and she was having a baby, okay, and you want there to be a sterile environment to bring your child into this world, would you not conceal a fart then because you don't want poop particles to land on your, your child's bare, wet head? Well, I mean, isn't that the point? Do you think the poop particles are escaping your underwear and your pants? Like, it's not like we're bare-ass naked and having babies. Oh, Paul. I mean, we make babies that way, but... I mean, yeah, you do make babies bare-ass naked, <laughs> but... Don't you want your oh. baby to, like, grow up with a, a good immune system? And by exposing the baby to small particulates as a child, their body will learn to adapt and be stronger? Rather than keeping it in a sterile environment, you're not doing that baby any favors. Yeah, but you know, babies. Here's the thing. I think I'll everyone everyone can agree with this. Babies are dumb, and they're going to they're going to eventually eat and put any, anything they find on the ground in their mouth. And if you're if a baby's going to be in my environment, 
there's a good chance that it's going to be covered in poop at some point. Like, there's going to be some poop particles just around where the baby is raised because the baby is part of me and I'm a farty individual, right? So I don't need to expose additional poop particles to the baby at the at the very. And by the way, uh, Paul, if your wife had a C-section, right? Are you going to fart around a giant fucking open uh, open? Dude, he's not standing over her, letting it rip into the scar. I, we don't know what Paul's doing. Paul, is that what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're climbing up on the bed and just, you know, squatting down, letting one rip. Yeah. Welcome home. <laughs> are you hot boxing her kid? Are you hot boxing her wound? Her, her giant oh. open. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where do you draw the line? Hey, okay, all right. So I'm sure you've seen fart porn, Paul. <sighs> Yo, fart cakes, right? Yeah, fart, that one? fart cake cakes, fart. hilarious. Cake farts, yeah. Cake farts. It's some of the best stuff. Hey, Taylor, this is something for you. I feel like you would like cake farts a lot. Do you know what a cake fart is? No, I don't. Okay, so another marketing idea for Paul. Um, we do a new website called Cake Farts, and it's just Paul farting on a cake. Or we actually just, Paul, you start playing Fortnite. We call it Flart Night, and uh, we change the sound of the guns so that when you press the trigger, just farts come out. Farts that you've already recorded. <laughs> Yeah, those are copyrighted flart farts. Copyrighted flart farts. I mean, guys, I'm, I'm in. I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone here. So keep it going, man. Let's go. We got. What else you got? We got two tailors. We got two tailors on this show. My my only my marketing brain only exists for farting related purposes. Yeah, farting related <laughs> products. Here's what I think. I think I'm going to solve the problem right now. Is that I think it's okay too far in front of um your significant other i don't think it's wise to do it immediately i think you have to earn the right to fart i don't i think because i think it can bring up a lot of questions if you do it on the first date like within the first 10 minutes but if you spend a little time with this person you like them they like you you should be able to fart in front of uh, in front of one another because i believe that the couple that farts together stays together and if you don't do it I don't think your relationship is that strong. Although I think you should ease into it and earn the right to fart. Yeah, I, like the the idea, like I'm gonna fart on the first date because I need to make sure she's okay with farting. It's like, well, you might as well not take a shower then and be like, I, I need to make sure she she likes the smell of my body odor. Like you can extend the the logic to anything. That's that. That's actually a really good argument, Taylor. Yeah. Why? Yeah. So, Paul, what do you say to that? Like, hey, you know what? If this uh, if this chick is uh, if this relationship's meant to work, she should just watch me spread my cheeks and <laughs> drop a deuce in the shower. This is what I do, baby. Take it or leave it. This is who I am. What do you say to that, Paul? I mean, I don't. I don't know what I say. I still yeah. think. Whole- <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you can't, answer. you can't equate not showering and farting into the same category. Oh, I absolutely can. If the if the argument is. I feel like I should have the freedom to do any disgusting thing that I want, uh, and I'm using disgusting in a pejorative manner because, uh, like, farts inherently smell bad, so therefore it's there's a bad connotation to farts. So if the argument is I can do any disgusting thing I want because I need to prove to the—or I, I need to make sure that this relationship has longevity, you can say that to any disgusting aspect. You can say I might as well not brush my teeth because she's got to like my morning breath. Like, the, the logic is not— it's not solid. Damn, Paul. He's Damn, he just I don't know. I don't know how to react to that. Yeah, he just Yeah, he just Taylor <laughs> he gets kind of went in. He, he got gets fired hit. up out of nowhere. No, I mean, so like this is one of those debates where like the comedians get to have their fun, but like I I have no nothing to say in a in a funny debate like this. I'm going to I'm going to stick to logic and I'm going to say that the guest is wrong. Uh we should hang up on him. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is over. We should get to news. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> and then Taylor stands up, turns around, farts into the mic, and walks out. Yeah, that would be a fucking <laughs> mic drop. So, Taylor, it sounds like you just sucked all the hot air out of Paul's <laughs> ass. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to respond, but I still don't think you can equate the the, the, the B.O. to the fart. I mean, you're, obviously, you're going to shower. That's different. But, like, farting is a thing that's going to come up, and it's going to come up at random times. So, is, can't... so is bad breath. You're going to have bad breath in the morning. But someday. the bad breath in the B.O. is a sustained smell throughout the day where farts are temporary. Temporary. And that's so yeah, there are they are like farts dissipate. Well, I the do. The bo is is activating, gets worse throughout the day. I will say this though: it, there are people who are living, walking, breathing farts. Um, they just smell like farts all the time. What do you say? What do you say to that Paul? Should 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 a, should a partner put up with just a general fart aura about their you know about their significant other? If it's if they are just farty in general, you know, they, if you don't even fart but you still smell like a fart. Uh, is that then crossing a, a line? Yeah, I think you can't stink. I mean, stinking is different from then, you know, letting one rip, you know, and farting and producing a a, a cloud of gaseous, noxious, you know, whatever. Um, I think you got to be clean. You got to be washed. You got to smell nice. But that occasional fart, it's just, you know, that's a different, different paradigm altogether. Okay. Well, so we didn't really cover this, but here's how to conceal a fart. Okay. I got the best method. I found out girls and guys do it differently, as I teased at the beginning of the show. Girls, if they're wearing a long dress, I found out that's basically like a walking hot box. They can just keep farting and farting and farting. And unless you're under the grates, you know, like a like a creep in the sewers coming up, you're not going to smell it because it just like kind of flows downward and outward. Mm. Whereas me, a guy, if I'm on a hot date, which I always am, and I'm walking next to the chick, <laughs> and I'm walking next to the chick, and I got a fart. Here's my move, and it, it rarely works because of the wind. But I'll put my arm around the girl and just start walking really fast and trying to like get her, so so that we produce some some wind flow, some air drag, so that the fart doesn't catch with our nostrils. Mm. And oftentimes the girl's like, "Oh, why are you why are you trying to get me to walk faster?" I'm like, "Just do it, just do it," and it doesn't work. But I'll tell you what does: the freezer aisle. If you're in a grocery store, okay, and I learned this method from KFC. Again, your hot dates sound so fun yeah. that you always end up at the freezer aisle of the supermarket. You really know how to treat a lady. <laughs> well, I go there, you know, I'm like picking ice cream. Pick, pick, out, your, pick out your fish sticks. They're on me. <laughs> pick, an ice, pick pistachio. Why don't you pick pistachio? How about some Rocky Road? I got some Rocky Road for you. Um, so I learned this method, this technique at KFC. So at KFC, Paul, you you relate to this because you were fired for farting, and I was afraid I was going to be fired for farting because I was around a lot of food, and that's a that's a place where that's an area where you know there, I I would say it's probably fifty fifty on whether or not people say that you should be allowed to fart around food in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Well, it happens, but for me, I was trying not to, and so I found the best way to conceal a fart was to walk into the giant walk-in freezer and shut it behind me. You let it rip, and it's because it's so cold, the fart just sinks to the floor, just like a woman's dress. What do you think of that, Paul? I think the logic's a little flawed there. Fart sinking, hot air would rise, wouldn't it? Yeah, Yeah, and that's why it doesn't, because it's cold, and the atmosphere lowers it. Uh It brings it down, so you're getting the instant cooling factor to just drop it right to the floor. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense, yeah. Then you get a very thin film of farts. How often are you going to have a walk-in on a date? you know get your fart out well, that's what i'm saying you know ron gives me shit for taking girls to the grocery store but you know if you gotta if you gotta drop that's, a- that's the trick then you go to the supermarket when you gotta thinking, fart when you're on a date i was thinking tonight we go down to the local meat locker and hang out <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh 
<laughs> I think I think it turns it's still cold in here, but I'm so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think it's kind of romantic. You take a girl to a meat locker. She looks around. She's like, "Wow, I've never seen so much meat. That's like hundreds of dollars of meat hanging in <laughs> hanging in a meat locker. Steaks, <laughs> sausages, huh, Paul? <laughs> Talk about." Ooh. Hey. So we talked about what gives me gas. What's uh, what's your gassy food? Everything, brother. Yeah. Everything. Same. Really? Although the the pressure to perform lately has been uh, a little rough, so I've uh, been trying to eat a lot more uh, like uh, digestible fibers, flax seeds, granola, broccoli, that kind of thing. I'm trying to just you know yeah, like overload. Super the- ripe broccoli. Now, Paul, I, I'm sure the 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 layperson can't relate to you because you are kind of like a an athlete, like a professional athlete or somebody who who types for a living. You know, they're not going to want to type in their spare time because they don't want to strain their muscle. They want to ensure their body parts. So for you, I'm sure you don't want to strain your sphincter. Um, and and you can't just like fart all the time for free now. I'm sure now it's it's this is now your they're job. a commodity. Yeah, yeah, it's a com- it's a hot commodity. <laughs> We got we got to keep them. We got to keep them. You know, or get them all recorded. Get them all out there. Pavich uh, Pavich Bavin for two dollars super chat says Maddox a true fartist. Thank you, Pavich Bavin. I am a true fartist. Have you guys ever um, you ever farted for so long that you wish you timed it? Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> one time I I think I, I start counting in my head, but I wish I had a more methodical way of timing it. But I sometimes will have these epically long farts. I'm talking like fifteen to twenty second yeah. long, drawn out farts and i remember doing that one time in front of my girlfriend i'm like are you are you hearing this right now i'm like this is hap- this is still happening like it was long enough where we both recognized what was happening and then could comment and talk about it that's so funny i love i love my a long favorite fart. kind of fart oh they're fantastic i have farted so long one time it started in my sleep and i woke up and heard the ending of it and it was it was just the part i was conscious for was at least 15 seconds long so i thought wow it must have started and it was one of those that started low like a rumbler and then went really high at the end like <laughs> it just kind of gets released yeah 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 I yeah. used to have a dog that would be sleeping and it would fart and wake itself up all the time. <laughs> I was at a girlfriend told me after the first time we had sex, I uh, she was looking at me. Uh, I was passed out. I burped, farted, and <laughs> they just like coughed and then went back to sleep. Like I, I, I don't remember any of this, but apparently I did all these things that like right after one another. Yeah, you should have had an Instagram account back then. I know, could have been, been, uh, been killing it. Yeah. Well, Paul, we're going to wrap up this uh, this debate. Any final words? So you don't, you wouldn't conceal a fart even if you had to. There's no situation you can think of you that you would uh, conceal a fart. I mean, I'm sure there must be, right? But it's got to be a legit situation where like it's because you know farts. I don't think they're inappropriate. I think farts are definitely something that have that has to happen. You got to let it out. You know, what if more room out than in? That's true. What if you are the president of the United States? And you are giving your inauguration address, and it's oh, the part it you would let it rip. What it's what if it's the part where your hands on the Bible and you're swearing the oath to protect our our laws of this land and the and Constitution. That's the sign off. That's that's it. You know, you would you would hold it till the end. <laughs> just let you know, let it build up, and then just let it go right when I'm done speaking. Right? Maybe like maybe the only time you wouldn't do it was if um you're in a bank and a robber came in. And was holding everybody up and was like, "If you fart, I'll fucking kill somebody." And then you'd be like, "Um, <laughs> well, yeah, all right, maybe, we'll hold it in, yeah, maybe holding for, I'll hold it for a couple minutes." Okay, what about this? You got to be quick, though. <laughs> okay, so there's there's an area, there's a time you would conceal a fart for sure. Thank you, Ron. And and what about this? Okay, 
I'm going to paint a picture for you. The year is 2001, all right? And it's September 11th. And suddenly your mom comes to your bed and she's like shaking, Paul, Paul, get up, Paul, get up. Two planes just hit the World Trade Centers. And you look, you wake up, you, you know, you wrestle too, and you, uh, you open your eyes and you see your mom and you got, you felt, you feel the rumble in your belly, but she just told you 9-11 happened. Would you fart then? Of course. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think you'd be able to hold it in. You know, your, your brain's going like thinking like, wait, what do you mean two planes? At that what? point, you're just celebrating life. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, oh no. Paul. You got to pour, pour one out for your homies, you know, like. All right. Well, oh. there it is. I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! Oh, this one has been so stupid and funny. Uh, this, this, is, this has been one uh, of the one of the most philosophical debates we've ever had on the show. Well, in guys, an hour. How did you do an hour on this? That's what we do, Taylor. That's why we are professionals, and that's why people tune in to Madcast Media. Don't forget to subscribe, guys. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and vote on the website MadcastMedia.com. We'll have the results of this week's debate next week. But before we move on, I should talk about the debate from last week. Last week, Paul, we debated. What is the best women's fashion trend? Do you have a particular fashion trend that you you happen to like on uh, the ladies? Mm, I did like the uh, the half shaved head thing for a little while there. Oh, oh the ha- okay. okay, yeah, we yeah. didn't. That didn't come up. So you're into like the cyberpunk chick, huh? Like futuristic chicks. I mean, all chicks I'm into. Yeah, you know, big, <laughs> small, black, yellow. As long as- <laughs> yeah, Paul, Paul, uh, Paul with the boners. Well. Uh, <laughs> We debated last week what the best women's fashion trend was. And coming in dead last was yoga pants. That was our guests, Pierre's. Wow. Yeah, people really didn't like yoga pants, I guess. I, I, that or was maybe surprising. they wish they didn't like. They liked them the least. They liked them the least, yeah. Followed by any 90s style. What? That was wrong. Nah, that was me. Obscure. I just, it's just what, it's what I know, you know? And then followed by Taylor's pick of sundresses. But the number one choice... A female fashion trends was underbutt. That's right. That's me. I picked the underbutt. Paul, I come do on. like a good underbutt. Yeah. What would you? What would you take between underbutts? A- I think the underbutt is better than the underboob. Honestly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Paul gets it. This man is a smart man. I would vote for you for president, man. And even if you did sign off Paul the inauguration, I, I feel like I'd want to hear other platforms that he has first <laughs> before I decide to vote. I'm not yep. saying I would. I just want to say maybe something about size. The whole underbutt underboob controversy. No, I'm just it, so curious. What are you gonna do with this newfound influence? I'm I'm just beyond interested. Me, my influence? Yeah, because you're, you're gaining followers. You have momentum. What is your plan? Do you have a plan? Uh, the plan is to keep making content. I mean, that's number one. So, and you, like we discussed earlier, um, the social movement of you know stopping the fart blockers and just letting that you know well, that rip. Like, are, are, you don't have your job anymore. Have you created content since being fired? Yeah, we've got two new videos up. Uh, okay. I think we got two videos up yesterday. Um, I've got. I'm flying out to LA next week. I'm going to be on TV. Uh, Whoa! You guys, what? Where are you going to be you on guys, TV? I can't tell you guys right now. Can't um, announce but it yet. I'll let I'll let Maddox know um, when it happens. When I can tell. When I can talk about it. So you guys yeah, see that's that. That's exciting, man. Yeah, it's super um, exciting. We'll actually, plug I'll be on. Uh, I'll be on uh, NBC Nightly, Nightly News tonight. Hey, oh, my God. Cool. That's great. <laughs> I mean, not me particularly. They're going to do a story on me, but that's still – that's a huge coverage, you know, a huge uh, – that'll bring some people in, hopefully. Have you have you heard from anybody that you used to work with Um, since all this person, went down? Yeah, one lady. 
one lady hit me up and she's like, Hey, I just want you to know that, you know, you're still my friend and, you know, we're still cool. And, you know, if you want to hang out or still talk or whatever, we can do that. So Aww, that was nice. that's Very cool. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. But one person out of, you know, hundreds, but Hey, you know, yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, <laughs> hey, You know, you, you have set the bar pretty low for the next security guard. You're like all you have to do is just Yo, not upload thing, videos though, of you I, farting. I am easily one of the best security guards at that hospital. I was I was loved by the visitors. I was loved by administration. I handled my job very well. It's just you know, you got downtime and you got to fill that downtime with something. So and I, are, feel, I filled oh, it with farts. Are you going to start creating content that's not farts? It's possible. We're doing. I mean, Paul Flart on vacation is happening. Okay. Um. We're gonna travel around to you know well-known locations and stuff like that, and just let them rip, see what happens. Is yeah, I, this uh, a good place to fart? I, I think it's <laughs> actually a really creative content style to do just like a regular vlog. It's just at very interesting places. You're farting, yeah. but you said yeah. that you you have trouble doing it on your own. Um, maybe oh that's my something God. you can Is there practice? gonna be like what? What if he like puts in f- like foley farts, and then that comes out, and it's a huge fart gape? conspiracy (laughs) (laughs) where they're like he's been editing in farts and then you got to come out be like i've been farting on camera this whole time and then like oh i mean this could blow up yeah Yeah. no like it's it's an inevitability you're gonna be on a big talk show and they're gonna say can you just fart for us right now so i don't know if there's a way you can like have foods like always in your pocket that you know in a half hour they'll they'll be able to have you pull the trigger that's the plan now. I mean, I definitely got to start doing some like some serious experimentation on like what I can eat and get yeah. in. ripe broccoli. None of this is a joke. I think you Warm really yogurt. should. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, Paul, you. for your big TV appearance, if you can save up as much as possible, because they may ask you to fart on command. And by the way, I, I would. Or think, even if they don't ask you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You should just fart. <laughs> you should make it really uncomfortable. Uh, real quick, I just want to say this. <laughs> <laughs> And then sign off. They make sure they lob your asshole. Um, <laughs> they put a lob mic right up that pooper. Um, here's, um, here's here's a here's the thing, uh, Paul. If you come to L.A., I have a friend. His name is Nathan Barnett, and you know you oh, know yeah. Nathan, yeah. Nathan's the best. Nathan's the best. Great dude. Nathan Nathan Barnett, and, and he used to do the uh, Trail Lowell's uh, character and a few other things on uh, Screw Attack and different things like that. Now he. And I and uh, his brother and Robert Hamburger, Robert Hamburger from Real Ultimate Power, were all hanging out one time. And Nathan has this game that he plays called Fart Cops. And this is something that I think you would be great for, Paul. I, if you if you come out and if, if this at all works out, I would love for you to come play Fart Cops with us because it is hilarious. Um, I, I won't give it away. I won't give it away in case we're able to actually do this because this would be a fantastic video for you, Paul. Nathan Barnett is the guy that does those dancing videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does his dancing one. videos. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. He's a, good, he's a good friend of ours. He's a good dude. Really? Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe we'll, <laughs> yeah. We, can, we can introduce you if you're out here. Well, anyway, guys, we should move on to the voicemail. I got a shit ton of voicemail this week. The first one here is a drunken rambler. I just got a uh, voicemail from someone. Usually I don't play these because they're very incoherent, but uh, this guy seems to think he has a point. Here it is. Listen to this. You know, I've, I've listened to you for fucking years, and I got to say, man, I'm a little drunk right now, and I feel like I think about you. You know, Maddox, I think, I think you're great. You know, Maddox has no hair on his head anyway. <laughs> so when you think about it, you know, people say, oh, you know, carpets match the drapes, blah, blah, blah. You know how it is. You're fucking banging chicks and stuff. As Maddox does, granted. 
I know, being that also he's Armenian, you know, when you say it does the carpet match the drapes, well, with Maddox's case, you know, he's nothing but carpet. He's a hairy motherfucker. So, point for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if he's saying that you're bald, I would say it's more that you're hardwood floors rather than carpet. Yeah, I'm hardwood hardwood floors, Ron. Yeah. Damn right. Does Correct. your dick match the hardwood? Yeah. That's right. We also have a voicemail from someone who... So I misspoke, Paul, a few episodes ago. I meant to say uh, Katie Dids instead of Aphids, and we got a very strong opinion on Aphids. Listen, listen to this caller. Hey, so I was just uh, actually pleased that Maddox was um, wrong about the aphids and that he was actually thinking of another bug because I fucking hate aphids. They're the fucking worst. They eat freaking holes in the leaves on my trees so they look like shit. I like the look of my trees. And I like my free oxygen that comes from the trees. And these fucking aphids fuck everything up. I just, I'm about ready to just chop this fucking tree down. Fuck aphids. Yeah, in, in the chat that day, we had a lot of angry aphid haters. Yeah, people really hate aphids, I guess. So here's this guy. First of all, douchebag of the week. Douchebag of the week, and I'll tell you why. Because aphid, he's complaining that aphids put holes in your leaves. Well, guess what? In between each leaf is a hole. Trees are entirely holes. That's all it is. You look up every shady tree has a bunch of yeah, but the aphids light. make more holes. Oh no. What's the right number of holes to have in a tree? Who gives a shit? They're fucking ho- leaves. They just grow a dime a dozen. Tr- tr- leaves are constantly falling off fucking trees all the time. Trees get sick. They get funguses. They're, they're, then they get winter. Autumn comes along. Oh, great. More fucking leaves. Got to rake up this shit. And then spring comes along. Great. More fucking leaves. They never. It's just nothing but leaves. never ends with these leaves, Ron. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with more holes and leaves. Less leaves, I say. Fuck leaves. New chapter in my... <laughs> <laughs> look. Uh, we got a finally uh, someone taking leaves down a peg. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, we got a voicemail calling Taylor out for his argument about extinction. What? Yeah, listen to this. Yo, Maddox, uh, first time li- uh, caller, listening for fucking ever. Love everything that you guys do. I'm just calling in about the latest episode where you guys are back to debating about the should animals go extinct and shit, and how you brought in the that eagle that went extinct over in wherever the fuck you guys said it was and how Taylor went on off this fucking rant about how dodos were hunted to extinction and completely ignoring everything you fucking said about the the eagle and the two things that it hunted out. Just come on, Taylor. That's it. Uh, you guys fucking rock. Love everything that you do. Fuck whales. Yeah, yeah what, Taylor. What was the issue? I don't know, but yeah, Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. I, I, yeah. I'm just confused. Let's like, just go, let's just all agree. Yeah, Taylor. I yeah. am here to just bring balance to everything, and I don't know what that call was actually trying to say. I, I, so, so I made a very cogent point, and Paul, I'm sure you'll agree with this because you're a smart man, and all smart people agree with me. So, uh, <laughs> we're really painting everybody into a corner there. <laughs> <laughs> so I made a point that lots of animals have gone extinct without human intervention. And so Taylor was like, no, wait, I haven't done, ever done a Taylor voice. Well, Maddox. I- 
Yes. Oh my gosh. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, uh, the point the point stands that uh, that a lot of animals have gone extinct without human intervention, and even if they do go extinct partially due to human intervention or entirely due to human intervention, that's still natural because humans are natural, right? Absolutely. We're not fucking aliens, Ron. We're not aliens, just like it's so stupid. But why okay. why spend all these resources to keep you know animals alive, like panda bears? Like why are we spending all this? Yeah, no, all I, this, I, you I know resource and money to keep this. Thing useless worthless animal alive yeah provides no function i like why is is it just because they're cool looking like that's that's the thing that's it it's like oh oh wow we got uh we got cows too in 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 asia we got like fucking mountain cows that's all it is cow pandas are mountain cows they look like hairy they're the bear version of a cow like pandas don't want to mate they like they're willingly going extinct i i I don't get the whole panda thing. I'd love if someone could teach me why I should really care that pandas don't go extinct. Other than they look cool and they're cute, you know? Yeah. But- no one has a problem with humans showing pandas panda porn, which, by the way, exists. They made panda porn to try to sim- uh, stimulate them and get them horny enough to just procreate enough to continue the species. And the panda's like, no, fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to eat bamboo all day. <laughs> Bunch of assholes. Paul gets it. I get it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Here's another voicemail. Uh, this is a voicemail about, uh, oh, more more fashion choices from our uh, longtime caller, Headlight Boy. Listen to this guy. So here's what I'm uh, taking away from the fashion choices selected this week. All right. So the guest on the show, he likes, uh, you know, classy women who like to go and work out and, uh, and wear yoga pants. First time I ever saw a woman in a pair of yoga pants, I popped a boner on the spot. You know, real, real nice and disgusting. Then Taylor interjects with his favorite fashion choice for women. He says, sundresses. And he's right. Women do look cute as hell in sundresses. And Maddox likes skanks. Just, <laughs> just women who dress like trash. Thanks, Taylor. Yeah, wrong. I didn't get any 90s. No 90s reference from Yeah. Well, he said basically everyone's choice was good except for mine. He said my, my choice is skanky. Because I like to see that butt hanging underneath those short shorts. It does It does sound real creepy when you say it like that. <laughs> I know. I know. I'd like to see the butt hanging out of them short shorts. <laughs> I just realized. It can't, it can't be comfortable, right? Of course it's comfortable. You're no, letting them not, hang, man. Unless you just fucking, you can't sit. If it's hot and you sit down on anything that's like metal oh, or plastic. So it's why like don't you be... give women credit to not sit on hot metal if they're wearing short shorts? Like, I, I think the chicks are going to be smart enough to not burn their assholes, right? And and I'm sure Paul, our guest today, is, is smart enough not to sit, not to wear short shorts and shit on, sit on hot metal, too, because that's your moneymaker, Paul. Yeah. If you're going to wear that clothing, you know what you're wearing. You know what's exposed. Although, and if, you know. If, Paul, if you did sit on hot metal and you let one rip... I mean, you know that would be a good one because it would just reverberate <laughs> off the sound sizzling, of sizzling hot metal. metal? <laughs> yeah, that's a sizzler. Um, got, and then uh, speaking of female fashion trends, we got one more voicemail. This guy had very strong opinions about yoga pants. Listen to this. All right, two things. Number one, I fucking agree with Maddox. Capris are stupid, ugly, and need to fucking go away. Wear shorts or wear pants. Don't wear both. Number two, yoga pants are fucking gross. I know I'm putting myself out there and I'm taking away one of my own man cards by saying that. It's unappealing. It leaves nothing to the imagination. And for whatever reason, every snuggly chick at Walmart needs to wear them. So 
So yoga pants and capris need to go away. This has been the Madman Minnesotan. Fuck Taylor for not liking hockey. Yeah, okay, I'll agree with that last point, but also, no on the yoga pants. Are you kidding me? It is weird when guys say, like, it leaves nothing up to the imagination. Yeah. What are you imagining? Yeah, what exactly are like, you what, what is in your what is underneath there in your head? Because to me, it's, like, probably just legs. Do you also not like porn and nudity because it leaves nothing to the imagination? Oh, girl, put why don't you put some clothes on? Oh, I, I like when imagine. a girl le- wears a, a refrigerator box. Yeah. Leaves a lot to the imagination. Just leaves their head sticking sure. out. You know what leaves a lot to the imagination is not having a girlfriend. Imagine her instead. <laughs> Fucking losers. All right. Anyway, that's it for voicemail. I I wrote a thing on the hockey. Uh, on oh, you a have a rebuttal post. for the, you have a rebuttal for the hockey thing. Uh, let's be honest. When you're watching hockey, you never really know what's going on. Sure, you think you do, but for the most part, you're never able to see the puck. And then suddenly, someone scores out of nowhere. There has to be a cure for this fast-paced chaos, and I believe I have it. Play in the dark. <laughs> this seems crazy on the surface, but leave, the more you so, think about it, leave something to the imagination. <laughs> the more you think about it, the more it makes sense. Now, I'm not saying that the NHL should be played in pitch darkness, but just enough to make it make all the equipment be able to fully glow. So, games would instead be played with uniforms and pucks that lit up, making it far more easy to see where the action was and where it was going. So, you're saying like maybe have glow in the dark pucks, yeah. and goals, and like and jerseys yeah yeah and i think it's a really blades cool. oh i think this might be tight I, yeah. I honestly like you know i i can whatever I, I i really have trouble seeing the puck when i'm watching hockey i'm liking this as an especially we could do it first as a novelty game you this know sounds, just as just to see, see where it goes this sounds fun and very dangerous so i'll give you a ding for that because that's actually a cool idea however taylor and this is the biggest flaw and again why you still don't fucking understand hockey you're from your home state of minnesota but it's the fights, Taylor. You can't have uh, fights. Sorry, but when the fights happen, the lights come on. Okay, now we're talking. All yeah, right. I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wrote a whole blog post how to fix every. Sport. Oh, oh, okay. Wait, wait. Or what about this? What if we keep all the lights off and before the game we give them an injection to make their blood glow in the dark? <laughs> so that they start to bleed. We like Predator. See, yeah, we just see it all drip out. <laughs> or you give the audience heat, like infrared vision, like night vision goggles so they can see everyone just their heat signature on the rink. That actually sounds pretty fun. Taylor, oh, my God. Paul, new idea. Okay, we Uh-oh. get a heat-sensitive camera. We put yeah. it over your butt so we, when you fart, we can actually see the heat fart exit. Well, that's actually a really good idea. That's a great I mean, idea. We, if you can, can beat team the faker, up. The faker kids who think it's all fake, that would be a good uh, Yeah, I mean, oh, that'd be great. If, we could, if you could hook up with like a science channel so we could see what does a fart actually look like. Yeah, and Paul, I don't think anyone has ever done this, and this is no bullshit. That's a great idea, Ron. If you actually did that and then correlated the heat signature, the visual heat signature of a fart with a different sounding fart, so People could just at oh a glance. My God, they could like oh, wow. identify the sound. Yes. To, wow, yeah. that's fucking tight. Because then that way, it, the TSA could use this. Because if they have a fart chart and they're watching, they're watching the heat signature. Of people pass through. They know who's passing gas, and they know exactly which one it is. If two, if there are two farters at the same time, they know which person uh, each fart corresponds. We to. We can monetize this too. Where you could have Paul Flart. Uh, uh, the fart box, and people can go and they can see what their farts look like, and then you could like it'd be like uh, when you go on Magic Mountain at Disneyland, and you know how you get the photo at the end of yeah. you on the ride. Well, yeah. what if you got a picture of your own fart? That's fantastic. You could even 
pro- pro- possibly 3D print these. You can get them. Uh, okay, we're done. We're, okay. we're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> now, now, now we're grabbing. We're grasping. Right. Well, now it's time for some quick news headlines with our journalist in moderation, Taylor Nikolai. Taylor, what do you got for us? Christie's New York will make history this fall when it becomes the first auction house to sell work of a work of art made by artificial intelligence. Oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm angry now. What is it? The print-on-canvas, a product of an algorithm developed by the French art collective Obvious, will be included in the auction house's prints and multiple sale October 23rd through 25th. Yeah, what's this shit? What's this garbage that they're trying to sell? Is it 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 abstract or landscape? Um, So we're going to describe this for the people listening. It looks like a shitty portrait. That's yeah. all. It's just a shitty and, portrait. And it's like the algorithm decided to not give the portrait any headroom. Yeah, it's it's a it's a guy. It looks unfinished, first of all. It's unfinished, for sure. It looks like the George Washington portrait that's unfinished, except the proportions are way off, and the guy in the portrait has no neck. Well, this uh, is a shit painting, F-. minus. I'll give you the link, and then you can put it in the description on the YouTube. Yeah, I'll post it on the, uh, the YouTube video if you guys are watching on YouTube. But it's a shit painting. I'm not going to buy that. Paul's not going to buy that. No one is impressed. It's only impressed. It's like the. It's only impressed because of how it was made, not the end result. What the the, the how? If it, okay, that's interesting that it was made by artificial intelligence, but the end result is still like meh. It uh, it breaks into a, an interesting philosophical question of what is even art? Yeah, because I feel it, like we. But I feel like that's like that question that we have all the time. You know, like is this art? Is this considered art? And the it's like the same argument with the same answers time and time again. Is is math art? Yeah. Can math be art? And it's one of those things that I'm like... This is a comedy it, podcast, it, no, but everybody. It, but it always comes down to the same answer. It's like, yeah, to some people. Yeah. Some people think it's art. Sure. Some people think it, it isn't. You know, Moving on, you my, know? I apply the same standard as jokes. Is it funny, right? If to it, some people? To some people. But if it gets to the point where people are asking if it's a joke, you failed. If someone has to ask if it's art, if it's not obviously art, you failed. So it's so you shouldn't have to ask if it's a joke. If people can't tell, you're not a sh- you're not funny, and and uh, or 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 you're you're some you know you're like Andy Kaufman esque pulling something. But very few people are. And then the second thing is uh, the same thing with art. If you make something like a bag of Cheetos is not art. It's just a thing. So, but if somebody asks you, did you fart? Then you could be like, uh, well, if you had to ask, I guess it's not a fart. True. Paul, I'd love to get your input on this next news item. San Francisco poop patrollers make $185,000 per year. What? Wait, what? what is a poop patrolling poop? It's but the latest in a string of shocking revelations to hit headlines throughout the summer exposing uh, how deep San Francisco's crisis of vast amounts of vagrant-generated feces covering its public streets actually runs. Whoa. Wow. So wow. there's a there's just a bunch of shitters in San Francisco and then they pay people 200 grand basically to walk around and what? Patrol the shit? Yeah, I mean homelessness is a huge issue in San Francisco and one of the like large consequences of you know, homelessness is is feces on the street. I just didn't realize how big of an issue it was, and this was fascinating for me to read. I, um, you know, one thing I I noticed when I was traveling over in Amsterdam that I, I, I it was kind of gross, but I kind of loved it. Was and this wouldn't help with the feces thing, but um, they had these like little urinals that you could kind of walk around in. It like they didn't have doors. You would like go around a circle, 
kind of in and there'd just be like a little hole and you could just piss in it. And they just put them up so they could get people to stop pissing in the canals. I have a news article about this today. Oh my God. Wow. I fucking loved it. It was the, I mean, the, yeah, they didn't smell that great. I was like, you know, I was thinking like, there's gotta be better ways of doing this to cut down on the smell. But I love the fact that like, I didn't need to go into a cafe. I didn't need to do a little thing where like, I don't want to buy anything. I just need to use the, ba-. like, yeah. I just love being able to take a piss. Taylor, I know you would love them. You're always taking. Pisses. I'm always going to the bathroom. I just don't understand why we don't have those more, like like an updated version of that where they don't stink, but they still felt open and. Oh, like, we you do. Can see people's legs, so I, that I, I, like I kind of want to just slip get into to the it. story. Let's get to the story. Yeah. Tourists visiting Paris's Notre Dame Cathedral and River Sienne. Am I pronouncing that? No, completely uh, wrong. River Sienne. Uh, might see more than they came for as public exposed urinals are now available for use across the city. They're meant as an eco-friendly solution to public peeing. The receptacles look like a planter at first glance, with greenery filling the top. There are no privacy shields for any man using it. And not all of the urinals are tucked away in private places. One actually faces a waterway frequented by tourist boats. Paris has struggled to prevent public or wild peeing for years, even implementing an incivility brigade to enforce fines for uncloth behavior in 2016. I mean, I feel like there's a way to design this where there's a little bit of privacy, but also not too much so that people would want to like camp out. In yeah, there. the whole point of these public urinals should not be to shame the person doing it because then they're just going to go pee on anything and everywhere anyway. Which, by the way, when I went to Paris, there is a lot of piss streams in the street. I don't know why, but people in Paris piss fucking everywhere. Dude, you know what else? They don't put collars on their dogs. I saw so many people walking their dogs with no leash, no collar, and the dog was right there with them. Well, they're French dogs, so they're going to be a little bit more. Well, they were wearing snooty. scarves. So. Yeah, they're. <laughs> <laughs> that country loves their fucking scarves, man. That was quick. That was good. The leash is our scarves. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I, I remember one time I was walking in Paris and I saw someone's uh, Vespa all chained up, right? And it was one of those chains, and, and Paul, you maybe have seen these too, but they have those chains where they have the fabric around the chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it doesn't scratch everything up. So it doesn't up. scratch everything up. So this chain was on the ground, and I was walking, and I noticed this piss stream that I was trying to avoid, and I was following the piss stream with my eyes, and it landed right at the fabric of the oh. guy's chain. And so, <laughs> I looked at the bike, and it looked like it hadn't been used in a long time, and I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't unlock it either. I'd be like, well, going to cut my losses, just buy a new motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what else you got, Taylor? Sony's new and improved AI bow robot dog will go on sale in the U.S. next month. It'll be priced at a whopping $28.99 for the dog, a set of toys, and a cloud plan. Yeah, what was this, the iBo, the, the new dog, right? The new iBo is capable of moving and acting like a real dog, oh, thanks great. to a pl- plethora of acu- actuators and sensors that make it its eyes move, Listen, tail if it doesn't, and more. If it doesn't lick its own asshole like it gets paid to do it, it's not a real dog. Correct. Uh, and also, it, why are we making machines that act like dogs? Why don't we make machines that act better than dogs? Why, right? Well, the dog probably, does, the robot dogs don't shit, although if they did, like, <laughs> like if it just shit out little like nuts and bolts every couple of hours... Batteries. Yeah. Oh, that that's useful. That's useful. Rechargeable batteries? Yeah. Holy shit, man. I'd have that dog shit in my mouth. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> just, just, wow, that just went to someplace I was unexpected. Um, I, Paul, I, Paul knows. Uh, I don't, but okay. Aibo <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, launched in Japan earlier this year and sold 20,000 units. Hmm. 
I mean, it just seems like one of those yeah. novelty things. Paul, what were you going to say? I said that's it. Only 20,000 units in Japan? Yeah, in Japan of all places. They they fucking love robots. Very high price, price they, point. Um, so when you 20, said 29.95, wait, what was meaning the price? $3,000. Oh, oh, I yeah. thought you were saying like twenty nine dollars ninety five cents. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, sorry, cheap. I, yeah, I three could have said grand. that. Yeah. It's about three grand. So twenty thousand units at three grand for a very peculiar type of thing. Is the dog furry? Like, I no, don't, it's no. it looks like a robot dog. It looks like a stupid okay, robot. So, what is the benefit of it? Like, so you don't have to you don't have to walk it. Well, you don't wrong. have to like pick up its shit. But what's the benefit of it? Well, it's a therapy dog, okay? I should be able to take my therapy fucking robo-dog everywhere. Now these fucking robo-dogs are going to be sniffing your crotch and be like, oh, sorry, me, uh, I didn't program it. I don't know what it's doing. Uh. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, it's, I'm sure the novelty is interesting, but like... I, I truthfully think that it's probably made for people in nursing homes who can't have dogs in the nursing homes but really want to have a compassionate item next yeah, to Yeah, Maddox, them. it's made for people in nursing homes. I, yeah, I would well, assume you know, insurance probably covers for it. Yeah, well, you well, they can't. Fucking dick. They, they apparently can't even have a farting security guard in nursing homes, so why would they have the fucking these fucking robo dogs? Terrifying. A man has bitten off another man's finger during a fight at a Massachusetts golf course. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> WCVB TV reports a 47-year-old man was arrested at the Southers Marsh Golf Club in Plymouth Friday after he apparently got into a fight with another golfer and bit off a part of his thumb. See, that's the how to make a murder that I want to watch. <laughs> you know, I want to see, take that as the inciting incident and then backtrack his life to how he got to the point where he got so riled up that he bit a dude's finger off. Yeah, at a golf course of all places. Yeah, which I always view golf as this very, really a bunch of psychos play golf, though. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I was just like watching. Controlling, obsessive people. Yeah, I was at a bar the other night and golf was on TV because it was a fucking sports bar. That's a thing. And then I was uh, I was looking at the golfers, and Tiger Woods always looks sad, and every other gol- golfer just looks angry. They always look angry. It's like American Psycho shit. You you look at Paul; he's a jolly man. You're not a fucking angry. You're not a golfer. This guy's happy. Yeah, as hell. I don't play golf. Yeah, look yeah. At that. Imagine that. You don't play golf. Correlation? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the issue I have with golf because I, I do golf like once a year with family is when you're you're slow a little bit, and the people behind you are like. Let's let's pick it up. Let's pick it up. And it's like we're here to have a blast, you guys. Yeah. And you're you're just making my day worse. Like what you you want to get through the fun thing that you're doing faster? Like can't you just learn to enjoy the fucking moment? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh but then put yourself in the shoes of the person waiting and you're behind some slow asshole who's taking all day and's like, "Oh, I don't know what to uh, what what's going on over here." Well, you that's the be sport you chose. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. But it's also like, golf is also like such an expensive sport to be a part of that if you're in it, I'm already like, mm, okay, calm it down. Yeah. Like, there's such a high barrier of entry to get into golf. There really you is, know? yeah. Yeah. What else you got, Taylor? 16 nurses get pregnant at Arizona Hospital ICU. Oh, I, I, yeah. yeah. I heard about this. 16, and they're not just nurses, they were nuns, right? Or are they nurse, they're just nurses? They were not nuns, they were nurses. Okay, but they were naughty nurses. Yeah. <laughs> was that the whole setup? Or did you really think that they were done? Uh, That's 10% of the nursing staff in the intensive care unit, and patients have started to notice the high preg- pregnancy rate, the nurses said. At a news conference, the women joked that there must be something in the water, or that maybe it was a joint plan for Christmas holidays off. The staff will throw a joint baby shower for all the women next week before they start going on their 12 weeks of pr- maternity leave. Damn, 12 weeks? That's it? You get your whole fucking 
fucking staff, like 10% of your staff leaving from the ICU. And what they go. So when I read this headline, I didn't read the whole story, but I'm like, wow. But 10% of your staff. So let's say there's like 20 people who work there. 10% of your staff is two people. You know? Yeah, that's. I mean, how many did they say? 16 nurses. 16 nurses. Shit, man. They got a big ass staff there. Yeah. It's so 160, 160 people in this ICU, but they're all getting banged at the same time. This had this had to have been. Do you the, think it's like the same doctor? That's what I'm thinking, right? It's got to be the same guy. Maybe some. Well, uh, studies show that uh, World Cup actually increases. Oh, but it's only the winning World Cup. So it's uh, only the shoot, French. No. Yeah. So in war, what, what's what's the study? Uh, I I think we I reported it on here. Uh, when your country is in the World Cup champions championship, especially if they win, there's a high pregnancy rate. Because <laughs> all these guys are busted. Yeah. yeah I get it. Uh, anything else, Taylor? One last thing. Do you think French people fuck with scarves on or off? <laughs> like, they gotta leave them on, They right? gotta leave something in the imagination, so yeah, they wanna <laughs> conceal that sweet, sweet neck. One last news story for the day. A crocodile had a little support while crossing a canal in Key Largo, Florida, earlier this month. A yellow pool noodle. What? Oh, okay. All right, I'm on board. So, like, I saw that one. It's pretty, pretty legit. Oh you know yeah, our guest is uh, from Florida. Yeah, the creature was caught on camera resting on the pool noodle as it swam across the water. Near was, was it also wearing shades? <laughs> and then it, like tipped him down. It was like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The pictures of it are kind of really funny because it's like it's like got a yellow pool noodle. It's like, what are you doing? Man, you know I wasn't around. I'd be out there with a high-powered rifle. Just Jesus <laughs> Christ, what the fuck, man? I'll tell you what, Where it is, is one of the craziest things about being in Florida. Because that's a fucking lazy crocodile. Yeah. That's, a, that's a lazy crocodile. You want to take him out of the system. You don't want that fucker breeding. I want, that's the crocodile. You're talking about, like, you know, extinct animals. There's a guy who is adapting to his present circumstances and human development. Like, this is what you give me? All right, I'll work with this. That is the smartest one out there. High-powered rifle. That crocodile's probably going to be like one of your Uber drivers one of these days. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. He's going to oh, so you're you're making my point for me, Ron. He's going to get into the the uh, the workforce and take jobs away from us. Maybe, I, take I mean, him if out. We can't hold our own against crocodiles. Maybe we need to thin the herd a little bit. You know. They're adapting. They're overcoming. Have, have you ever? That's the problem. They're adapting. Have you ever found one in your like on your home in your premises, anything like that? So I got a story from before I moved down here from my parents. Yeah. Um, like they were going, they were about to go out somewhere, open the garage door, and then went back inside to like get something or do something. And as they're leaving the house to uh, you know go into the garage, uh, six foot gator just sitting right there by the door. Wow. And uh, yeah, obviously everybody just starts freaking out, flipping out, and they had to call animal control. And everybody just kind of stayed inside until animal control came and got the gator out. But to have it like a six foot gator in your garage is like. Well, yeah, the, the Ron Babcocks of the world be like, well, he's adapting to his yeah, he's moving into houses. It picks up the fucking weed whacker. And he goes like, I got it. And then he starts doing your yard work. <laughs> you know, one more of the, taking jobs. Yeah. Did you know when like animal control comes out, they, they kill the alligator? Do like, they, really? they, they don't like set it out in the wild. Like, great great I'm solution, sure guys. Yeah. That they just kill him. And they're like, that's a bummer. I mean, yeah, that's why they're always wearing alligator boots. Yeah. <laughs> They're dying. Those guys look funny. Those guys are all like dressing like coonskin caps and yeah. fur. Yeah, these snakeskin wallets, <laughs> fur jackets. What do you guys got? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> leather uh, vests and stuff. Well, thank you, Taylor, for those those uh, quick news headlines. And before we wrap up the show, Taylor, you've got an announcement to make. Yes, uh, regrettably, sadfully, 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 word. Sadly. It is sadly. It is now. 
Uh, next week will be my last episode on this podcast. That's oh. right. It will be, and it's with a heavy heart that we say this, uh, but we wish you well, Taylor, because, but it's actually for a good reason, so I don't know if I was that. drafted into the Pickleball League. Okay. Holy shit! <laughs> what? No, no. I, uh, I've got some big projects that are coming up that are going to take a lot of my time, and, uh, you know, I Very like- exciting projects. This is the thing I look forward to all week. This is so much fun doing this here. Um, but, uh, you know, it's not just one project, it's several different projects and, uh, it's in the next couple weeks and I just gonna, I'm gonna have a lot on my plate and yeah, I'm, I'm really gonna, I'm gonna miss talking about pickleball on here. I'm gonna miss talking about Minnesota on here. I, uh, I am so gracious and, and flattered that you guys have been so kind to me. Uh, especially when I first came on here, like the whole gig was, I was going to just, just talk about your penis every episode. And, uh, we kind of moved away from that a little bit and, uh. Yeah, no, you guys, you don't hate me as much as I thought you would hate me. Yay, there you go. That's uh... And in your honor, when you're gone, I'm going to speak in a high voice. <laughs> well, that's okay. I'm sure Taylor will keep calling in every week because he called in last I week. I mean, Taylor's always going to call in. He's always calling in, yeah. yeah. Well, Taylor, we wish you the best of luck. And, uh, you know, you can't announce it yet, but it's a it's a new gig you've got coming up, which is uh, fantastic. Yeah. And we're super proud of you. When, Very when, exciting. When we can announce it, uh, you know, maybe we'll talk about that down the line. But uh, we wish you well, Taylor, and we uh, thank you for all the journalism in moderation that you've been doing. Well, uh, before we wrap things up, Paul, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram, at Paul Flart, Facebook.com, slash Paul Flart. Uh, Paul Flart on YouTube, we're doing that too. Um, We got a GoFundMe, if you guys want to support, if anybody out there wants to support continuing if you're not doing compilation videos on youtube yet you should because someone's gonna do it and you want to be the one who's actually making the money from it yeah it should yeah, be your channel 100 sure. percent. yeah and paul we should mention you, you you just mentioned um and we should plug your your gofundme as well i know that uh you know we we haven't mentioned it earlier in the episode but if you guys want to support paul he is again the forefront of the civil rights movement oh gosh for fart shaming we shouldn't be ashamed of our farts we should be proud of them and paul is paul's a man who is who has sacrificed a lot for a fart. I mean, there could be competitions for who has the loudest fart, uh, oh, the longest fart, you know? We're doing, we're doing another fart competition. We did one back uh, a few months ago on the, uh, on the Instagram. We did a fart competition. He's on the page. Everybody loves him. His followers uptick a lot, too, but you know, obviously nowhere near the same. But uh, we're going to do another one here pretty soon. You know, we're, we're about to hit 70,000 followers, I think. What is your Go Fart Me again? We're somewhere in that ballpark. So we'll have another <laughs> yeah. fart contest soon. Yeah, yeah. Go, what's your Go we'll Fart Me? Going. It's GoFundMe.com uh, slash Paul Flart. All right. Slash Paul Flart. Okay, we'll link to it, guys. Please check out Paul Flart. Look at it. He's blowing up everywhere. He's on the news. You're going to see more of him in coming days. Um, and you can't even announce the TV show you're coming on soon. But uh, no, not at all. I can't announce happen. it. But it'll. I'll let you guys know as soon as I'm as soon as I'm given permission to let everybody know. I'll let you guys know. Absolutely. And Ron Babcock is at Hey Ron on. Instagram and uh, at Ron Babcock on Twitter. And Taylor Nikolai is at Taylor Nikolai. We wish Taylor the best. We wish me the best as well. Uh, (laughs) I mean, why not? Thank you again, Paul Flart, for joining us on the show. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you to the rear admiral of tangents, Ron Babcock. Yes. Thank you to the journalist in moderation, Taylor Nikolai. I, uh, yeah, hi, uh, hi. But most of all, you're welcome. Taylor Maddox, it's me. You know what? You're right. Skinny jeans may not look good on you, but they look really good off of you. Fuck whales.
<laughs> Wait, what? Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.